obsessed with science fiction, but only the good kind, not that invasion from another planet kind of crap. When I was little, I dressed up like a robot for every Halloween. In high school, I wrote a paper about extraterrestrial life. So when I got the job over at Intergalactic Books and Video, it was like a dream come true. The perfect job. That is until last Friday. I was working the register when this dorky-looking kid comes into the shop. Immediately, I notice he's wearing these ridiculous Vulcan ears. At first, he's checking out the videos. Then, he wanders over to me with a serious look on his face and says, So, which do you think is better, Lost in Space or Land of the Giants? I know I should let it go, but I look him straight in the eyes and let him have it. They both suck, and if you care at all about quality, you'll stop watching trashy old TV shows and pick up a book by someone who actually understands the genre like Isaac Asimov or Arthur C. Clarke. He calls me a snob. I call him a pointy-eared moron. And for that, if you can believe it, they fire me, which is why I'm sitting here going through the stupid job ads. By the way, my name is Andromeda. No, that's not my real name, but I don't like my real name, so this is what I go by. Don't bother asking me what my real name is. That's between me and my birth certificate. But listen, since you're here, let me ask you something. I'm looking for a second opinion, preferably from someone who's not as gullible a sci-fi freak as yours truly. Here's the situation. Like I told you, I'm going through the job ads when I notice the following items sandwiched in between sales clerk at the Gap and short order cook. Tell me what you make of this. For immediate release, humans wanted. All ages and genders. For project involving teleportation to distant galaxy. No prior experience necessary. That's it, word for word. I swear to God I'm not making this up. So what do you think? That's what I figured. Yeah, go right ahead and roll your eyes. It's a perfectly understandable way to react. As a matter of fact, that's exactly how it struck me. At least initially. It's probably a prank by some pimply-faced geek in a Star Wars t-shirt who, news alert, couldn't get a date last Saturday night. So he's home alone, cooking dinner for one, feeling kinda sad when it hits him. Hey, wait, you know what might be really fun? Composing a phony job ad. A pathetic a loser, am I right? <laughs> but here's the thing. We roll our eyes, we shake our heads. Well, at least those of us reasonably sane and mature. We're all convinced the ad's a fake. Yet how do we know for sure? where I'm going with this? 
perhaps we're wrong. What if, in fact, the ad's legit? That would be And if I actually did show up, it would probably be a complete waste of time. On the other hand, there's not exactly a lot going on in my life right now. I do need a job, and what if... I mean, what if... What if we hit it off? What if they hired me on the spot? Hey, stranger things have happened! Well. Maybe not, but my life for once would have a purpose, an actual mission, quite literally from out of the blue. I think I always knew in my gut that this was exactly what I was born to do. I have to go. day at the Happy Garden Chinese restaurant. What a dive. Taped to the door is a sheet of paper with a scrawled note. Interviews in back. First door after restroom. I know, not too promising. But I take a deep breath and walk in, hoping for the best. There is one guy, though, in skinny black jeans who I figure must be in charge because he's holding a clipboard. He hands me the clipboard and tells me to add my name to the list. For the record, I'm number 342. And I think that's when it all finally sinks in. Here I am, in this dump of a place. Number 342, on a list for an interview with some aliens from outer space. This isn't normal. This isn't normal. Not by a long shot. Normal is doing the laundry. Normal is walking the dog. No. 
watching a movie or going out for a jog. Of course, normal is subjective. I get it, that's fine. But society has norms. And waiting around in a Chinese joint on Avenue Z for some alien life forms to interview me. I'm thinking that crosses a line. After about a couple of hours, I've just about had enough. I start to leave when I hear this voice calling from behind me. It's the guy in the skinny black jeans. Where you going? And I'm like, home, I guess. And he's like, what about your interview? And I'm like, how much longer do I have to wait? And he's like, what's your number? And I'm like, 342. And he's like, they'll never get to you today. And I'm like, I guess that's why I'm going home. And he's like, if you come back tomorrow early, I'll get you in right away. And I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, cool. And he's like, cool. And I'm like, cool. The next morning, I show up again early, just like he said. I'm not sure he'll remember his offer, but to his credit, he does. And before I can even take off my coat, he's calling me. Hey, number 342. And just like that, it's the moment of truth. Showtime. I think I'm going to throw up. My knees grow weak. My pulse goes zoom as he takes my hand and ushers me into a back room. Oh my God, oh my God, this is actually happening. I'm trying not to scream, but this is the moment I've patiently waited for ever since I've been old enough to dream. So I'm checking out the room, searching for, I don't know, little green man. Well, maybe not little, maybe not green. Oh, come on, you know what I mean. Cut me some slack. Don't expect me to make sense when I'm about to have a heart attack. So I'm searching high, searching low. But there's nothing to see, for the room is empty. Except for a table, on top of which is some kind of radio. Oh my god, this makes perfect sense. No wonder there's nothing to see. They probably exist in some higher dimensions we have no way of detecting. So the only way they can communicate with us is through some kind of radio technology. Welcome, female human. Interview now to commence. This is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Topic 
Mass-specific what? Oh, oh, sure. Oh, I used to know this. It's, um, wait, wait, let me think. It's, it's on the tip of my tongue. Time expired. Topic number two. Shoot, okay. Please indicate degree of receptiveness to interspecies fertility experimentation. You mean between humans and, yeah, I'm gonna have to get back to you on that. Topic three. Are you serious? No one can answer that. Who came up with these questions anyway? Because I gotta tell you. Thank you. Interview now terminated. Final assessment negative. Interviewee to exit room. That's it? You're rejecting me? Just like that? Interview terminated. Interviewee to exit room. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. I lost my temper. It won't happen again. Ask me another question. Hello? I'm just asking for another chance. Come on, I really need a job. What I mean is, I really need this job. Anyone there? Anyone? I know you can hear me. I believe you're there. much sense, not that there's much solid evidence, but it's what I feel. Of course I'd rather deal in facts, no question, facts are very appealing. Problem is, facts are fickle. They often play hard to get, which leaves you in a pickle where all you're really left with is a feeling. Then again, feelings are useful. Now there's a pleasant fact. A feeling is your friend, an ever-helpful means to an
mind admitting I was pretty bummed as I left that room. Needless to say, it's pretty painful when you're so roundly rejected. Anyway, I grab my coat and I'm almost out the door when I hear a familiar voice from behind me. Hey, 342, how'd it go? And I'm like, not too good. And he's like, sorry about that, but for what it's worth, I hear they're being pretty finicky about who they choose. And I'm like, thanks. And he's like, on a somewhat different topic, I was wondering if maybe you'd want to have dinner with me tonight? And I'm like, you mean a date? And he's like, well, if you have to put a label on it, then yeah, a date. And I'm like, okay, where do you want to go? And he's like, how about we meet back here around six? And I'm like, I'm not sure I would trust the food here. And he's like, I know it looks like a dump, but they actually make a really good chow fun. And I'm like, okay. And as I'm about to go, he's like, hey, wait, I don't know your name. And I'm like, Andromeda. And he's like, is that your real name? And I'm like, no, but I don't like my real name. And he's like, oh yeah, what is it? And I'm like, Stacy. And he's like, cool. And then he's like, I gotta get back to work. See you at six. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, is this actually happening? I'm going on a date. Oh, and incidentally, I don't really know the guy. This isn't normal. This isn't normal. And I can hardly wait. Okay, I guess I know him a little. He seems somewhat mature. Is he smart? Don't know. Does he have a kind heart? Not sure, but he seems open and honest. Means what he says, says what he means, and though sexy, he's not. He almost looks hot in those skinny black jeans. But here's the question. Here's what I still don't see. Since he could ask out anyone, why me? I'm not especially attractive. Never learned to flirt. Don't wear makeup or paint my nails. And I'm pretty sure I don't on a so by going out with me, what exactly is he gaining? Not that I'm complaining. And oh my God, what if we hit it off? What if he asks me out again? And after that will be an item. And then, and then, I felt down in the dumps and estranged. Then somebody showed an interest and everything changed. I may never meet that alien, at least not anytime soon. I may never leave this galaxy.